so fun. <laughs> All right, guys, this is Welcome to Jazzercise. All right, let's get our hands in the air. Let's get them moving and moving and moving yes. and moving. Yes. 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 Sides. Sides. Legs go up now. Legs. Open season on the open season. I love that. Yeah, it's good. crossbones on a background black. We ain't stealing, we're just taking back. We ain't stealing, we're just taking back. Very simple plan of attack. It's our job and labor of love. Take it home to the upper bus. There's a slight baritone in there. We ain't stealing, we're just taking back. Very simple statement to fact. Call it pillage or call it plunder. We're taking it back from the boys down Welcome to the Parrothead Podcast. I am Ryan Middledorf. I'm Patrick McDonald. This is your podcast for all things Buffett, including the rarest songs on a box set. <laughs> the rarest <laughs> songs on a box set from the early 90s. Yes. <laughs> um, today, we are chatting about boats, beaches, bars, and ballads, specifically the rarities and the B-sides. Um, hey, yes, we are. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is a huge box set. Humongous box set. Four CDs. This was right in box set, um, uh, like the heyday of box sets. My dad has this box set. Really? It's it's a it's a tall thing. It's tall. It's like uh, it's like it's like a taller version of like a VHS. I vividly remember all box sets. Yes. I remember going. They used to when I was like. 10 it was like the 2000s and all of these box sets were on super 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 on sale at ross (laughs) and it would be like you could go to the aisle of box sets so you could see them everywhere yeah box sets you don't see much anymore you don't you don't you got your spotify collections primarily you know what i mean in terms of box sets i have the talking heads box set oh which was very cool it was like this white box that it came with like question marks all around it's very very neat yeah um i also have the the beatles the stereo box set that came out in like 2007 or something or 2009 maybe yeah yeah. um and then i remember very very vividly when u2 came out with their digital box set oh yeah i got that that was like the very first like itunes big massive release right right, it was like 150 dollars or something like that jeez you spent 150 dollars on itunes (laughs) yeah when i was a kid that's crazy (laughs) very into it. That's I loved incredible. it because it, it came with like so much cool stuff. I was so into it. I loved it. That is wild. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I love that so much. Box sets were beautiful. Right around yeah. like CDs and books were huge. Yes. <laughs> CDs were huge. Books were huge. Let's make a bunch of CDs and put a big book in it. Mm-hmm. And that's a box set, baby. There was something very exciting about getting a box set. Yeah, it was so much stuff. Yes. It really fulfilled that quantity over quality feeling you everyone desires. <laughs> yeah. Like, look at all these things I have. Right, right. right. I'm so- <laughs> and now they're just like gathering dust in my mom's closet. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> now it's I can so just crazy. pull it up on my little tiny phone. And That's I can right. listen to whatever I want in seconds. Any single thing we want. Any single it's thing. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, but, but uh, of course, this one was Boats, Beaches, Bars, and Ballads, Jimmy Buffett's album. 
that four disc set four disc set and it focused on those four things boats beaches bars and ballads boat songs beach songs songs about bars and then the ballads some some more uh, sentimental sweet songs on yes Jimmy's side. yes it was released in 1992 and reached uh, quadruple platinum whoa yeah way That's up serious there. this is interesting to me that he decided to come out with this not long after songs you know by heart came out that's true. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because Songs You Know By Heart is like the de facto Buffett album for anybody getting into Buffett. Absolutely. I don't see many people rushing out to get this Boats, Beaches, Bars, and Ballads box set unless, one, you're a huge fan of box sets. With it, like in the early 90s, like maybe you are. You probably are. Yeah. Um, or you really want to get these unreleased rare tracks we're going to be talking about today. Yeah, I would say that's probably like, this probably felt like more of a push from his uh, record studio mm-hmm. than him. Yes, Unless it was like, because right around now, uh, what is it? This was released in 91? 90, yeah, 92, 92. 92. So we're two years out of an album. The last one that was released was uh, Feeding Frenzy. Yeah, so, so, so far up until this point, pretty like quiet for Buffett. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. And then after this, there's going to be two more years. So maybe he's touring hardcore and they're like, Jimmy, we need something to come out. Yes. Right? Like, and this is all conjecture. I'm sure you can find real stuff. But we're not a podcast that deals with facts. No. We deal with l- logical uh, assumptions. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. So what I'm guessing is two years in, uh, they're like, hey, Jimmy, we probably need to release something. And he's like, well, I got all these ones that we never released. And I also have a couple more of these. Uh, you know, let's make a box set. Everyone loves a box well, set. Well, I got some boxes lying around, guys. I got some boxes lying around. <laughs> Take it out of my boat. Give me a slap a sticker on those and put some discs in there. <laughs> Your Jimmy's a little more of a 20s reporter. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I like it. And I you're, like your what, what, what did my dad say? You're a little more Andy Rooney. I'm a little more Andy Rooney, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Our Jimmy Buffett's, yeah, we would be the Hollywood and Highland uh, bad impersonators of Jimmy Buffett. Yeah, oh, yeah. if someone wants us to do that, Let I'm into know. it. Well, I'm I'll do, totally I'll do it for a day. I'll grow the mustache. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. grow a mustache. I'll for eat the whatever it takes to grow that mustache. Yes. That's so funny. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so, yeah, 1992 quadruple platinum, mm-hmm. uh, four discs all covering different things. A lot of, a lot of these songs are from the 70s of course not a ton here from the 1980s no no they're all like all the songs that the actual ones are not the not even the unreleased yeah they're all like see the 80s doesn't get a lot of love and i'm pissed about it i am too um there are okay so let's see um six songs appear from coconut telegraph okay four from somewhere over china okay uh six from one particular harbor three from riddles in the sand and four from Last Mango in Paris. Oh, wait. Uh, two from Florida's, one from Hot Water, and two from Off to See the Lizard. Interesting. So they, they got through them a little bit, but kind like of. the 70s makes up a ton. You know, I don't see the song Florida's on here, and I want to know. It's not on there. I'm a little pissed that Florida's doesn't get the respect that it deserves. You love Florida's. I love that song. It was my number one of the 80s, yep. and I don't get why people don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> You're going on tour, right? I'm, yeah. I'm going on the Floridays tour. Yeah, the Floridays tour. I'm going to be going to every bar in Florida that will have me, and I'm going to be shouting the lyrics to Floridays <laughs> over the music that's already playing. 
Yes. <laughs> and you're, you're selling clubs. tickets, right? I'm selling tickets. You can come with me. 45 bucks a pop? <laughs> 45 bucks a pop to hear me sing the first five lyrics. Yes. And, and then, then you're, gonna, yeah, you're, yeah. you're leaving to the next bar. And then bar. I'm leaving to the next bar, and it's $45 a bar. Yes. It's going to be happening for four hours, one night, next year. <laughs> so you can Venmo me right now if you want. Right. Um, at Patrick Dash McDonald. <laughs> You guys say, I think it's a very scary business decision. I don't support it in any way. I will not be there. Well, you know what? You clearly don't care about Jimmy I Buffett at all. I wish you the best of luck. Yeah, yeah. This is for Jimmy. This isn't even for me. Yes. So think about that. Uh, um, yeah. So uh, like I said, for this episode in particular, uh, we're going to be talking about the unreleased tracks or the rare mm. tracks. Yeah, I will say we just heard Take It Back, which I, I gave it a little look up just now. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, he wrote this song. Uh, he got a call to write a song for the Stars and Stripes Challenge. Yeah. And the Stars and Stripes Challenge, I just looked it up. Did you look this up at all? It's it's a yachting thing, it's right? It's a yachting thing. In the 80s, They it was a 12-meter challenge. Stars and Stripes 87, US 55, was the 12-meter challenge boat sailed by Dennis Connor in his bid to reclaim America's Cup from the Royal Perth Yacht Club of Australia in 1987. Hmm. So I think they had to sail the boat to Australia? There, it's something like that, because like the, the song itself, I'll play a little bit more of it, but the song itself uh, really, really kind of details. It has a lot of sort of like hidden gems in there yeah. about like stealing back from like, uh, like a like Captain Kangaroo or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? He was, uh, yeah, he like, the cup had been lost. In 1983, the cup had been lost to a wing-keeled boat that was markedly quicker than uh, in stays than Liberty. I don't know what a lot of these things mean. I think this was an Australia versus U.S. US competition. Yeah. And Did we lose? Because uh, it was never released, and I can't find anything more really about it. I believe America's Cup was entered in, with much hope, I, a Kookaburra squad, that's who we were going up against. I have no clue who won. <laughs> I have no, I don't know what any of these things mean. Mm-hmm. If anybody can, in layman's terms, explain to me what Stars and Stripes 87 was, seems like it was a yacht competition and we competed against it, but I just cannot tell if we won. In I wonder if it's some sort of, it's like, like a race maybe, right? It maybe was a race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so but let's... I wonder if it was a race that like we had to go from the U.S. to Australia before a team went from Australia to the U.S.? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Let's listen to a little bit more of let's it. Let's give a little yeah. listen to it, yeah. ourselves when we get them fixed 
What would Popeye do in a tight spot like this? <laughs> He'd race for his true love and easily win it in an old spinach can with a mask stuck in it. Look at that guy go! Take us high, time to let our spirits fly. Lift us up, take us high, let us sail until we die. Lift us up, take us high. It's very good. Great. It's very good. This Great. this might be in like a top like fifteen of me. You really? I love it so much. This it's song so, connects with you. It really, really does. It's so fun. It's 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 a real like go get them song. It's really enjoyable. It's really enjoyable. It's like really uh, snazzy. Yes, a lot it's going snazzy. On it. Exactly. It's great. But yeah, it's it's, it's got to be about some sort of competition because he says like let's lighten up this harbor town. Let's yeah. you know let's get going. Let's steal this thing back. I love it. Yeah, I think it's great. Uh, I also just sent you something, Ryan. This has nothing to do with anything we're talking about. Great. But I want to tell you how I got here. Uh, I was trying to see if, because you remember the infomercials of the 90s. There were a lot of like uh, box set infomercials. Oh, of course. Like you got to buy these things, whatever. So I was like, I wonder if Jimmy Buffett made a commercial for his box set. <laughs> I couldn't find it, but I did find that he did a radio ad in the 1980s for Corona. Yeah. And I think we need to listen to it as a bit of a respite. Just listen to it and, and, and think about it. Let's dive into this. Okay. There's a whole new taste that is happening Started in old Mexico But now you can find the same pleasure In places wherever you go Talking about Corona Extra (laughs) Mexico's number one beer So come on along, sing the words to the song It's the taste that is coming in Coming in clear from across the border Yellow and blue and made to order Across the border to Corona Extra Corona Extra Beer <laughs> Corona Extra is here Wow, that's insane, that's so... <laughs> That is so fun. That is like, that maybe might be one of my top 10 of the 80s songs. I would re-add Corona Extra into my commercials. Uh, what year was that? I have 80, no clue. It's the 80s. It sounds like Hot Water Jimmy. It does sound it like sounds Hot Water sounds like the Jimmy. kind of vocals that he had during Hot Water. Like the smooth kind of, it, it's very, very fun. It's so funny. I, I love, I, I love, he, he sells out every once in a while. Yeah, he does. I guess he performed this on the 1982 Homecoming <laughs> Tour in Irvine, California. He performed this on a tour. That's really, <laughs> I bet at least one point during the tour, he wore like a Corona t-shirt on stage. Yeah, yeah, I bet yeah. they were heavy sponsors of the tour. I thank God. I mean, thank God they got Jimmy in on that. I love a good Corona extra. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Good, you know what? Sponsor us, Corona. We'll, yes. we'll write you a song. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm into it. That's great. Well, um, yeah, I just had to share that. <laughs> That's very I found fun. it and it was an emergency. Yes. It's <laughs> very, very fun. I love that. <laughs> it's incredible. Good for you, Jimmy. Yeah. I'm okay with him selling out. Do your thing, Jimmy. Yeah, I am too. I love it. We're not enemies of money. No. Money works for us. Absolutely. <laughs> Give me some. 
<laughs> Venmo me at Patrick-McDonald. <laughs> for the tour. For the tour. For the tour. I'm not doing it for the money. No, no, of course not. I'm doing it for the things I buy with the money. <laughs> uh, uh, Ryan, what's another song that you really enjoyed on this, uh, on these unreleased tracks of boats, mm-hmm. beaches, mm-hmm. bars, and ballads? Mm-hmm. Money back guarantee. Money back guarantee, this, really? This is another, Patrick, these three songs, Take It Back, Love and Luck, and Money Back Guarantee, are really fucking good songs. They're great. They could easily fit into a Buffett album, and they're I fantastic. would put them at the top of the uh, at the at the top of that list. They're, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they're so so like Money Back Guarantee has a really really good hook. It's really fun. Love and Luck was even on. Um, it was in Escape to Margaritaville. It was. It's in the musical. It's in the musical. Very, very good. I want to play a little bit of Money Back Guarantee. It's it's also a snazzy song. It's smooth. Ooh, it's got a good listen. vibe to it. So good. Ooh, baby. One day you'll be glad I came around. I may be the best thing you found. I really like it. It's very soulful. Oh, yeah. Ain't much you can count on. Jimmy's note on this, this footliner, uh, uh-huh. uh, he says many things, but the one I would like to highlight is he says, I do own a bamboo steamer, steamer and I use it a lot. I never had to use my money back guarantee. Ooh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. It is really good. It's a my very, very good song. Guaranteed. That's so good. And he had his background singers go up the scale when he was going down. Very cool, it's Jimmy. It's very cool. And at the end of the song, I want to play this. Uh, they it, the just just the hook gets crazy and it's really yes. really fun. I love it. Great. I'm money back, money back, Aaron, money back, money back, Aaron, money back, money back, guaranteed. What's up? I just love this song so much. I love that so it's very, much. very, very fun. Man, that's really great. Yeah, yeah. Is, is there anything in here that really sticks out to you? I'll tell you what. There's one that sticks out to me that I truly love, and it's Middle of the Night. Ooh! I, this is the one the that night? I'm like, get me this song. Yeah. Like, I will play this song frequently. Oh, this is a very, very and good And I'll one. tell you what to look for. Mm-hmm. We got ourselves a Neville. <laughs> we got ourselves a Neville. <laughs> we got ourselves a Neville in our hand. Uh, I've spotted a Neville, and the Neville is circling around this song. Okay, I'm talking about Aaron Neville, maybe Art Neville. I'm talking about the Neville brothers. Yes. Okay, I was just reading about this song. Uh, 
that uh, he, here's a little foot, a liner note, of course, from our favorite resource, BuffettWorld.com. Uh, back in prehistoric times, this is Jimmy's note, uh, parentheses, the 60s. <laughs> when I was working on Bourbon Street, I used to go to the Ivanhoe Piano Bar on my break and listen to a couple of local singers called the Neville Brothers. Ooh. Needless to say, we've all made it off Bourbon Street and onto better things, but I still don't think there are many bands around today who can compare to Art, Cyril, Charlie, and Aaron when they harmonize. It was a thrill to work with them on this song, which uh, was one of three that I wrote with Art, Will, Jennings, and Mike Utley one summer in New Orleans. The two other songs eventually made it onto Neville albums, but this one did not. It was inspired by late night uh, television ads and the St. Charles Avenue streetcar in New Orleans. Ooh, I like that. This is a very, very good song and something that could easily pit onto uh, like hot water. Yes. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? It's, it's just got that vibe. It's really, really Let's good. Give it a listen. Let's give it a listen. 80s, 100%. Yep. So Maybe. good. Very good. When will we ever learn? Oh, there's the Neville. Uh-oh. No, we'll, yeah. We'll, we got Prime Neville coming up. <laughs> Read all about it. Ooh. This tide has got to turn. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that. Give me that Neville, baby. <laughs> Prime Neville. I'm turning into a ringtone. Yes, I want it. Soon they'll be safe and warm. Oh, music to my ears. Oh, it's I love it. transcendent. It's incredible. Oh, my gosh. I love it. It's very, very good. And Ryan, I have a surprise. Yeah. I just found, I just read that thing that they, a couple other Jimmy Buffett songs are on uh, Neville Brothers uh, CDs. I just found one of the songs. What is it? It's called Midnight Key. I sent it your way. Midnight Key. Midnight Key. Uh, It's a, uh, it's, it's on a Neville Brothers album. I love it. Let's give it a quick little listen. Okay. Let's hear what it is. I want to hear, this is a Jimmy Buffett written track that's on another CD. This is very, very, this this is very exciting. Let's hear this. Midnight Key. Ooh. Wow. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) This is written by Jimmy Buffett and Michael Utley. Right out of somewhere of a China. Yep. Oh, 
This is a Jimmy Buffett written song. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> oh hell yeah! This is nice. It's very, it's it's in your face. This is like a completely different genre. Oh yeah. Clearly, it was Jimmy, Will Jennings, and Michael Utley. Okay. So okay. they wrote this with the Neville Brothers. They took it off. They produced it a completely different way. Jimmy would. Yeah. I wonder if Jimmy's ever performed it. But what a wild twist. That's huh? very interesting. I really very really interesting. Like, nice find. I really right. like. That. I'm glad that was super cool. I got the midnight key to the city. That's a little more Marvin Gardens than Jimmy Buffett. That's a yeah. bit tawdry. It's yeah. A bit, uh, a bit risque, I would yeah, say. I would say Jimmy. so. I would say so. Very, very cool. I though. love that. I love that you brought Middle of the Night. It's uh, uh, occasionally we'll get one of these, um, like these sexy Jimmy Buffett songs. You know yes. what I mean? Yeah, I would yeah. consider this a sexy Jimmy Buffett song. Sexy Jimmy Buffett song. Also a song, but not sexy on this uh, <laughs> album. <laughs> Uh, I'm of course talking about Elvis Imitators. Elvis Imitators. Uh, we we spoke about this briefly during the Somewhere Over China episode, and I lost my shit because I love this so much. <laughs> you love this song. I love this song. <laughs> it's if, so silly. If this had been on Somewhere Over China, I would have loved the album so much more. Oh my god, this Let's is really it. really fun. Also, Steve Goodman. It's a Steve Goodman track. Oh, of course. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. I don't need to make all special. Thank you. Well. Very fun. Very fun. <laughs> it's cool. It's very cool. It's a goofy one. It is I feel goofy. like he's done this one a couple times. Yeah, I think so. Live? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Seems like one that he's into. He's got a very, very good Elvis impression. Yes. Yeah. It's very good. <laughs> yeah, it's solid. It's it's classic Jimmy, I'll and it's tell nice, you that much. It's, it's nice to hear some uh, Steve Goodman stuff pop up. Yeah, I know. I like that. Yeah. I like that he's co- coming around still. Uh, Steve Goodman obviously had a huge uh, influence on Jimmy's career. And oh, I like yeah. That. There's no ignoring that. No, not at all. Um, we also have Domino College uh, in this in this little collection, which is another fun song. These these tracks like Take It Back, Love and Luck, Money Back Guarantee, etc. These are songs that I, I would hear all the time at the lake house. Bob, oh, really? Bob would throw these on a lot. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I, I think at one point he dove into this collection and pulled out like the ones that hadn't been on an album before. You're into it. I'm into it. Yeah, I'm into yeah. It. This this brings back some nostalgia for you. Domino College, I like. 
Yeah. I think I, it, 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 it's no middle of the night for me. No, no, no. I'm, it's you know, a, I'm it's a, big, a solid, it's a fun song. Yeah, I'm yeah. a Neville head, okay? Neville so I'm partial. <laughs> this is a good one. Yeah, this is good. Yeah. One of the tours was called the Domino College Tour. That's right. so great yeah it's um, good here's a, a little note about this one of those winters back in the early 80s this is jimmy obviously dan fogelberg showed up in saint bart's and we took off uh south aboard the grand old yacht escapade the night before my guitar had been stolen out of my car and of course we'd been inspired by the events of the week and wanted to write songs <laughs> now our trip had a mission we picked up some leads in the marketplace in Charlestown, the main city on the island of Nevis, which led us to the hills of Butlertown, where we met a man who made guitars. On the way to his home, we passed a roadside shed with a cold beer sign and the words Domino College painted on a piece of driftwood. Cool. This is so. This is a very Jimmy story. Yes. I sat in for a few games and was given a quick education by the old man seated around the table. That night, we lay at anchor under the cliffs below Brimstone Hill, listening to the monkeys jabbering in the trees, and we started this song. I've often thought I might go back to Domino College and get my master's degree. Jimmy is the definition of a yes man. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? What an insane situation. Like, he is game for anything. I love that he was like, uh, I love that at Domino College, there's no metaphor. It's some guy on an island yeah. made a college where you learn dominoes, and you yes. just get good at dominoes. Yeah. That's all it is. That's great. Uh, but it's Dan so Fogelberg, fun. do you know much about Dan Fogelberg? No, I don't. Dan Fogelberg is an artist that is like a really good singer from like uh, the 70s and 80s. Um, he's had some huge hits uh let me figure out which ones they were leader of the band is one yeah yeah yeah. longer is another uh uh, same old blank sign run for the roses where's the where's the ones that i know that's my question i don't (laughs) i've not a clue which ones do i know uh do you know (sighs) nope i've got no idea ryan which ones do i know i don't know which ones you know there's no greatest hit oh wait nope there's no greatest hits here oh interesting I, well, I know some of them. <laughs> I don't know why I know Dan Fogelberg. He was a big deal, though, in like the uh, 70s, well, 80s. Let's listen to this leader of the band song. That's, okay, that's one that everyone let's seems to be gravitating towards. Son. His hands were meant for different work And his heart was known to none He left his arm and went his lone And solitary way And he gave to me a 
gift I know I never can repay. Mm. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Don't know that one, do you? No, I don't know okay. that one. But Jimmy's <laughs> hanging out with this guy, which is nice. He's hanging out with everybody. <laughs> He's hanging out with everybody. Yeah. But he went to an island with Dan Fogelberg. Yes. And they were singing that song together and, and writing fun little things. I love it. What a sweet, sensitive uh, songwriter. Yes. <laughs> I wish I, I wish I could speak more to Dan Fogelberg. For some reason, I feel like I really know who he is. I've heard the name before. I've definitely yeah, heard yeah, the yeah. name, I think. Can you play Hard to Say? Hard to Say by yeah, Dan Fogelberg. by Dan Fogelberg. Yeah, Maybe this see. is the one that I know. Thanks for humoring me, Ryan. You're very welcome. You've been doing it for months, and I just it's time for me to thank you. <laughs> Nearly a year. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Here we go. Hard to Say, Dan Fogelberg. Here we go. Is that the one you're thinking of? Not at all. I have you're, no you're, clue done. What that you're done. You're <laughs> done. <laughs> I have no clue what that song is. <laughs> oh man. That was your uh, obligatory Dan Fogelberg interruption. <laughs> you can check out my new podcast, The Dan Fogelberg Interruption, where I go onto other people's podcasts and bring up Dan Fogelberg and try to get them to play a song by him that I might know. The Fogelberg Files. The Fogelberg Files. <laughs> Where I completely derail your podcast. Yes. <laughs> Please have me on and I'll make you try to listen to Dan Vogelberg songs until I tell you I don't know any of them. We're going to get you on Comedy Bang Bang next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm actually going on uh, a Revisionist History next oh, week. Oh, good, 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 good. We're going to be talking about inequality in uh, Los Angeles schools and then I'm going to say, hey, do you know who Dan Vogelberg is? And then we're just going to listen a lot. I, I told him man, I'm an, an expert about... Uh, uh, economy versus education and then you so. just say you got Fogelberg you got Fogelberg and then I steal his his, his, uh, his, his zoom recorder yeah, and I run away you're a nuisance <laughs> you're a damn nightmare sorry um, we got three three additional songs uh, for this this unreleased little batch yes um, Everlasting Moon is one of them one of the ones that when we were listening to this is just kind of like just passed me by I didn't really give it much thought. Yes. I, Everlasting Moon was the one that was taken off of the uh, Feeding Frenzy tour, wasn't it? I believe so. Yeah. Yes. So it's a live track. Yes. Um, and we talked about Feeding Frenzy last week. Mm-hmm. It definitely doesn't stick. So maybe it's a good idea that they took it off of Feeding Frenzy. Yeah. Yeah the ballad section of this one. Uh, it's, we can give it a 30-second listen, I would sure, say. Sure, yeah, it's, it's pretty. It's I pretty. Like, I like I'll a say. live song. I do, too. I always like a live song. There's a little song called Everlasting Moon about what some people did to preserve the environment. Oh, yeah. yeah that's I love I that this. because it's the most confusing thing in the world. Yes. What some people did to preserve the environment. Yeah. Definitely does not fit into Feeding Frenzy. No. And I don't know what that means. No. I need to know what Everlasting Moon is about. Yeah. 
sky revealed the rumor in a misty gray cocoon. Some angry baby boomers stole the everlasting moon. Oh, so they stole the moon, is right? What this is about. <laughs> In a distant constellation Oh, they called it lunacy Hanging in the sky The perfect alibi Baby, come outside with me There's a moon you've got to see Smiling every day this is a weird song. So literally it says that this is about a bunch of baby boomers who stole the moon and, moon and put it in a better location. That's what they say this is about. Weird. <laughs> Laser painted face? What does that even mean? No, I can't tell you. But I will tell you that this was co-written by a man named Matt Betton. Okay. And Matt Betton is actually uh, a huge uh, artist, studio artist, collaborator with some huge people. Sonny and Cher, I saw, Reba McIntyre, um, uh, Johnny Lee. That name sounds familiar. Hank Williams Jr. Have we talked about with. him before? We, I don't know if we have. We might have talked about him. He was on Riddles in the Sand. Okay, maybe that's and it. He was on a couple other earlier albums. Waylon Jennings, he was on. Uh, the seat, the uh, the will the world wolf survive? Okay. Um, in '86, uh, uh, huge, huge people. Glenn Campbell, he's worked with. Uh, yeah. So we have Matt Betton to thank for this. Matt song. Betton to thank for this song. Okay. I'm glad that they worked together because he seems like a really talented guy. Yeah. Um, does a lot of jazz musician work as well. Jazz musician work is what I call that. <laughs> Not music. It's musician. It's a lot of jazzy I stuff. call music musician work because I like to give credit to musicians. Yeah. Okay. My favorite musician work is country. <laughs> I like country musician work. I like rhythm and blues musician work, and right. I like rap musician work. <laughs> what do you call doing a podcast? I call doing a podcast speaker work. Okay. <laughs> speaker work. This is speaking work, and I like doing it. You should definitely listen it's to talkie time. The parrot head speaking time. <laughs> parrothead speaking <laughs> time. <laughs> Parrothead speaking time. Yes. Um, uh, but a fine song, I would say. A fine song. A fine song. What else we got on here, Ryan? Oh, we are going to slap this on towards the very end. Uh, we have Christmas in the Caribbean. Let's just get out of the way. Let's just get it's, it's July. <laughs> full disclosure. Not in the mood for Christmas right yeah, now. Yeah. But uh, let's just listen to a little bit of it. This is on a, um, a compilation album of oh, a bunch is. of other Christmas songs. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he wrote this for another, like, another one album. of those yeah. Christmas compilations. Yeah, so get in the mood. Okay. Oh, yeah. I feel this definitely feels like Christmas to me. Oh, yes. Wow. Where's all the, where's all the figgy pudding? Okay, we get it. <laughs> so it's a Christmas song. They threw it on uh, on this this album that came out in when March. This yes, 
Something like that? I don't I know. I think it, it did. Yeah, it's uh, it, they just threw it on there. They got box set uh, fever, yeah. and they said, let's just put this on there and see what happens. Yeah, why not? Oh, oh May 1992. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay, just, so nowhere, nowhere near close to Christmas, but they threw no, it on there. Not at all. That's fine. What was this even in? Was this uh, in the boat section or the beaches section? Oh, that's a... Let's see. Oh, it's in the beaches section. Okay, oh, I guess it's that makes between sense. between I Have Found Me a Home and Volcano. <laughs> so you go from I have found me a home to a Christmas song, then to Volcano, a very fun, tropical, bouncy song. Just throw that in there. And this Weird. was on a Christmas compilation of various artists called Tennessee Christmas. Yes, that was it. Who else is on that? Let me see. Uh, Reba McIntyre sang Away in a, in a Manger. Oh. Uh, we had Loretta Lynn singing The First Noel. Okay. And we had, uh, yeah, a, a bunch of other artists that you probably would know if you're an artist. Steve Werner uh, saying Tennessee Christmas. Uh-huh. A um, bunch of country versions Okay, I'm going to say. All right. So that's nice. I, I like I like country musician work. I think yes. it's nice. It's good. Um, very good. Very interesting. Just throw it on there. I would say, you know what? We got space. Let's put it on there. Right. Exactly. I felt like when you making this boats, beaches, bars, and ballads felt like going grocery shopping when you're hungry. <laughs> you, <laughs> oh, let's just get everything. Let's throw this in there. Maybe I'll have this later. Well, this would be good. It's like, I've, yeah, I've yeah. never bought sriracha before. <laughs> Maybe I'll throw that on my eggs. It's like buying candy corn and. April. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I'll probably eat this one day when I'm right, hungry. Yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. You're just kind of bulk. We want Buffett. Let's get all the Buffett we can. Let's put it together. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then everybody will think you're weird, but it's okay. And that's fine. That's fine. Because it's your shopping list and it's your budget. Exactly. <laughs> it's your fucking budget. You do whatever you want. <laughs> We're not going to tell you to spend your money here on the yeah. Parrothead podcast. Exactly. <laughs> Except for please give Patrick money for I, his tour. I would like that. Give me money for the tour. Also, I mentioned this a few months ago. We oh, are yeah. still in the market to get a frozen concoction maker. Yes, yes. Okay, we yeah. can't in good conscience Even afford it. Even take a used one. We'll take a used one. Yeah. Honestly, let us know. I'll, I'll come all the way to Nevada to pick one up. That's that's like a four-hour drive. That's four hours. Yeah. I'll drive four hours, eight hours in one day to just to have a frozen concoction maker. I'd be into that. Let's do it. Let's do I'm it. I'm in. Okay, so uh, if you live in Nevada... Yep. In the uh, in, in the in the Las Vegas metro area, <laughs> yeah, or Colorado, or Colorado. I mean California, <laughs> but Colorado can work too. I'll sure. Oh, okay, we're going to Colorado. Yeah. yeah I'll go okay. To Colorado. Okay. That's further. You know, let's I'll, Missouri. I'll throw in Missouri. <laughs> okay. Good. 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 Okay. Good. Boston. I'll throw in Boston. 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 I'll drive to Boston to get a frozen concoction maker. <laughs> I will not go with you. <laughs> Don't ship it to me either. Yes. I'm going to make the journey. Yeah. I'm gonna do a, an indie film about a, a buddy comedy between uh, a young twenty-something dude down on his luck and a frozen concoction maker <laughs> traveling the country. I love it. <laughs> the antics we it. get into. <laughs> Very excited about. Um, it. Closing out this uh, this little fun compilation that we threw together is probably the most popular out of these unreleased songs, "Love and Luck." Absolutely. It's a very, very good song. Uh, and as we mentioned, it's also on Escape to Margaritaville. It is. It's in the musical. So if you're going out to check the musical, uh, this will be uh, waiting for you. Yes. Hopefully. We, we don't know if they're changing Actually, things. I don't know. Yeah, it was yeah. in the San Diego version. Yes. Uh, this, it's a it's an important kind of plot point song. Mm-hmm. It moves a lot of things along. It does. Uh, but I, I really enjoy this song. I was actually, I'd never heard it before I saw... The musical, mm-hmm. it was a good surprise in the musical. And now coming back to it, I think you're right. I think it's definitely one that will stick around for me. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a really good song. Yeah, it's very good. Really enjoyable. So uh, until next time, I am Ryan Middledorf. And I'm Patrick McDonald. Guys, uh, please uh, tip your uh, people that play musician work. 
uh, <laughs> in bars and uh, make sure you listen to your favorite uh, talking uh, works. <laughs> Please subscribe to our talking works. Our talking work. Yeah. Follow us on our favorite tweeting work uh, <laughs> at Paired Head Pod. Uh, on Facebook. Facebook, Paired Head Podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, hashtag Patrick is a good guy. <laughs> Find me on Venmo. Uh, live a, live your life in love and have a good week. Yeah, oh, I love it. Have a great week.